Okay, well, tonight's topic, way number 21, is really appropriate because a lot of people I know are a little bit uh, stressed right now. And uh, for, you know, it's before Pesach, sometimes people's uh, emotions are up and in Providence now, uh, COVID, a little bit uptick in our community. So certainly challenging and for communal life and family life. So tonight's topic, I'm really excited that uh, this is the week for for way number 21, which is miut sechok, which literally means to minimize laughter. Now, this is, remember, we're on this series, but we've already had the minimizing of, um, of, uh, of, of numerous topics. And what Rabbi Weinberg taught us is that minimize, there's three aspects when you use the word minimize. Minimize means, A, you need some of it, right? Because minimize means you not obliterate and means not to have too much of it. And then the third aspect is the balancing act. What is the balancing act? So there's something bad, there's something good, and then there's the balancing act. So the first aspect we have to realize when we talk about anything that is good, there's a power. We have to understand the power. So what is the power of laughter? I'm sure we've all can remember situations that were either we were angry, upset, stressed, in a fight, nervous, and all of a sudden, somehow, laughter, somebody laughs, a nice hearty laugh, and it just stops everything dead in its tracks. It's, it's this tremendous power. It's one of the most, five of the most powerful forces in the world, which is free. And, and uh, so if we can learn a little bit about this, how to activate this, and obviously, if it's so powerful in the positive direction, to, to make sure we have it on the control, not to be used in the um, opposite direction. I know we, we could, I, I always think of the, um, the Batman movies with the Joker laughing, how powerful in so many movies you have, the bad guy has this evil, powerful laugh. Um, so we see that laughter is a very powerful force. So let's focus, obviously we're gonna focus mainly on the positive and then we'll talk a little bit about the negative, which is a little more self-evident. I think we usually, it's uh, we we're, we're pretty good at noticing the negative. We're not as good at noticing the positive. So let's start with the positive. Well, the first thing we got to do if we're going to capitalize on laughter, is we have to pay attention when does laughter most often happen. And if we learn when it happens, we can learn how to use it and even better to plan to use it. If it's so powerful, you it, it makes sense to be able to, to plan and, and use it when you most need it. The Talmud says a famous statement from Rob, the famous, one of the greatest Talmudic scholars. It says in Aramaic, Pasach b'mili b'bdichusa. He would start off every class and every discussion with something light, with a joke, with humor. It's from the greatest rabbis. And the idea was that when wherever we're coming from, when we enter an important discussion, when we, when we enter a class, where our mind is somewhere else. 
And what laughter is, is Control-Alt-Delete. It clears you out. It somehow, it totally, I'm sure they, I'm sure uh, doctors could explain this, how there's probably some, uh, some rea chemical reactions. It just totally clears you out and it gets you ready for the next topic. So that's why this great rabbi, he would always start off to, to clear people's mind. Uh, and, we, and we know with good public speak, with good speakers and good um, pre uh, presenters, they start off that way and they get people in. So we said the first thing is we have to notice when does laughter tend to happen? You know, I noticed this with my kids that when, they're, when they know that something is not good, they kind of break out in a smile, maybe even laugh. Because one of the most prevalent times when we find laughter is when there's tension. It's like this knee-jerk reaction that we have with we that laughter takes place because laughter releases tension. So when there's tension, that's when there's laughter. So we almost laugh spontaneously because we're subconsciously recognizing that there's something funny. Because what's funny, when you really, every time a first person feels tension, it's really a, a uh, lack of seeing the full reality. When someone who rarely gets, uh, feels tension, that's because they're fully in reality. I mean, Oh, there's different types. There's people totally out of reality and there's people fully in reality. So that, yeah, there's two ways to not feel tension. You're totally out of reality, which could be something bad, or you're totally in reality. And that's when you, so when you have tension at a certain amount, it's like you're taking something too seriously. And the way you relax is when you take it less seriously, you look at the bigger picture and perspective because really nothing, you don't need to get, feel tension over anything although it's normal. We want to take this power, which we see. So tension is the spot where if we're going to plan to use laughter, that's when we're going to need to use it. So when we spot tension in ourselves or we spot tension in others or between ourselves and others, that's when we want to activate the laughter power. Laughter also dispels gloom it dispels depression, it dispels worry, and laughter is much, much better. They say laughter is the best medicine. Laughter is better than even keeping busy. A lot of times when people are going through troubles, they keep busy. But keeping busy is helpful, but, la but, but it doesn't control all delete. Laughter can actually change the situation. What can you do to activate it? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of hacks for that. Well, you can find a favorite joke or a favorite story, a favorite thing to think about that you can always remind yourself and activate it. It's good to have a running list of jokes in your head. I, certainly, when you're in crowd control, you know one of my uh, a lot of times they're very simple. You know, you can and everyone it's different. It could be a, a situation you remember going getting really just, just rolling nuts about. You know, it could be a little snap joke, which you tell other people, and everyone always is like, it's a corny joke. 
but it's really essential to have to have these kind of things for pain and for aggravation. Otherwise, there's really no way out of it. Uh, you could you you could think yourself out of it. You can have faith and all that's helpful. But God, one of the tools God has given us is the ability to uh, to laugh, to have jokes. But often laughing itself may be hard to get going or be inappropriate, socially inappropriate, but we can at least remember the lesson of laughter, the idea of what laughter is. It's that control alt delete that, that put, put things in proper perspective. If you can't remember a joke, just laugh. You know, I actually was at a Friday night dinner, there's a whole book on it, laughter therapy. This, this, this lady wrote a book on all the different types of laughter and different types of laughter set off different moods. And she like had this whole room. I didn't want like, you know, try all these different laughs. And everyone was in such a good mood after those five minutes. It's kind of a, you have to drop your, 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 your inhibitions a little bit. But uh, it's, a, it's a real thing in the Torah. It's a real, real power. And uh, don't worry about, you know, laughing without knowing why you're laughing. Your, your body will get it. It's, it's good. So let's understand laughter a little better. This is something so powerful. The more we can understand it, the more we can, we can utilize it. So to understand laughter, it's really, we, what do we find funny? We find funny that we notice there was a wrong perspective. When something's weird, something unexpected. So we notice the ridiculous. We, we, we notice the ridiculous. And, and that's really the, what all jokes are. All jokes are it's like something you didn't expect. You ask a question, why the chicken cross the road? So if it's something unusual, then you laugh. Not, a not good joke is something that everyone knew what the answer was, right? So whenever we, we um, have tension, it's the same thing. It's ridiculous to get to get myself all angry or so stressed about about money. What's money? I mean, yes, it's normal. But then when we snap ourselves out of it, it's like, come on, I'm gonna get angry over that. You know that there that there's an adage: if a person doesn't have a sense of humor, it's a certain amount of lack of maturity. Because when a person is mature, when things are funny, it's basically you recognize that something is disproportionate. A child that's immature, right, they get upset about things that adults don't get upset about, hopefully, because they have a they don't have a good sense of reality. But a, so when a person has no sense of humor, if I can't find humor in a tense situation, that means that I'm not mature enough to some degree to recognize there's a big picture. And that's how you can, they say a person who can laugh at themselves will live very long and live a very happy life. Um, people have a hard time laughing at themselves and we all do when we have that moment of, of immaturity, that moment of blowing something out of proportion and you can't laugh. I, I, I still remember, I still, I'll never forget this. I worked in Boston for a year. And one day the uh, New England Patriots, the football team there lost a big game. 
I still remember I walk into work. The guy in front of me was a big Patriots fan. And I see he's got this really, really serious face. And I said, let's say his name was, hey, Bob, Patriots lost, huh? I thought, whatever. He's like, it's not funny. So I was like, you know, I do it. We all do it. But here is someone who was taking a something and blowing it out of proportion. And no sense of humor. We can use laughter to put things back in into proper proportion. You make you you make light of something. It happens all the time. You, you know, I, I try to do this with my kids. One of my kids is getting all upset about something and I'll make a joke and they'll start smiling, realizing how, come on, am I really getting so sad about this? We can use laughter to help us relax all the time. I just heard a story. There was a certain subway car in New York City back in the 60s, maybe. I don't know, I'm sure when it was. And every day this guy had this laughing machine on that box car. He kept pressing this button. It would be like a laughter, like they have on certain talk shows. The autom- and, and 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 it was like that was that that was the laughing subway and and Today, people will probably be scared to go in there, but but uh, but it's a pretty cool thing. So that's all about positive use of laughter. Positive use of laughter, to sum up all we said, is that you are snapping yourself out of the non-reality into reality, and it basically, it stops things then it tracks. It, it just moves you into a better place. So what is the bad use of laughter? Because the way to wisdom is called minimizing laughter. So what is the type of laughter that we're trying to not have any of? Well, when you laugh at other people, when you laugh at people or you laugh at good things, because if laughter is so strong that if I'm upset or I'm feeling tense, laughter can delete it and clear me up to be out of that bad well laughter can laughter destroys it's like fire fire when used properly can make can cook and bake things have electricity have trains and energy or fire can destroy and laughter is the same way if if laughter is is aimed at somebody then you can destroy someone with laughter Therefore, things that need to be destroyed, such as, let's say, something evil. That's why you look, people don't understand this in today's day and age where they say there's no absolutes, but there are absolutes. There are things that are bad. And we find in the Torah, as horrible as Lashon Hara is, speaking not nicely about people, you're supposed to laugh at evil. You, uh, you laugh about an idol. You can make fun of an idol. An idol is something ridiculous. It's a bad thing. It's an evil thing. Um, so something that's evil or someone that's evil, which rarely happens, but certainly ideas that are evil and things that are evil, those should be laughed at because we want to use the power of laughter to destroy them. So how do you know when laughing at someone is good or not? Because we know there's always the concept of laughing with someone or laughing at someone. Well, if you want to know if it's with them, well, the first question you're going to have to ask yourself, is this putting them down? Is this maintaining their dignity and respect? For example, your friend drops a plate. 
Your friend makes a mess. So a good parent or friend can sometimes make light of things. But you got to make sure that you're making light of it in a way that's maintaining the other person's respect and not putting them down. You say, oh, man, you know, uh, can't take you anywhere. You know, you know, something it depends how you say it. And sometimes you can mess up. And if you do mess up, usually if you have a good relationship, you can say a quick sorry. But usually you can ask yourself, ask yourself, is this, am I, am I feeling a feeling of respect for this person and I'm just trying to help them relax? Or am I feeling a little bit of a little bit of disrespect and then hold your tongue? So we got this power this power of laughter, such a strong power to completely change situations, snap ourselves into proper perspective. We should use it for wisdom. Now, how are you gonna do that? Well, if you hear something that's not wisdom, laugh, laugh to yourself. Oh, that's ridiculous, <laughs> that's crazy, right? It's helpful. Um, if you know what you're living for, then you can take laughter and catapult yourself towards something productive and use it to undo something that's not productive. When you see something beautiful in the world, when you see something very sane in the world, you can have a healthy sense of laughter at the opposite. Ah, oh, this is something really beautiful. This makes a lot of sense. That, that's not beautiful. You're crazy. That, that's not saying that's insane. That, that, you, you can start laughing about it. And that's why it's so important to laugh at something that's insane. Something that's really deserves to be laughed at. If someone, let's say you see, you know, the constant, let's just say someone is like, you know, willing to die and give up all their priorities for certain types of successes. The person wants to say, you know, there's no absolutes in the world, things that are insane. We need to get used this power of laughter to help us um, keep and, 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 and strengthen the wisdom um, that, we, that, that, that we learn. Okay, now it's extremely important in the 21st century because I'm not an old guy. No one on this call is old. We're all young. Uh, always good to have Ms. Weissman here. Um, and but the reality is the 21st century is a very stressful time to be living in. Every, 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 every point in history has its challenges, but the challenge of today is we're just aware of so much and particularly kids. Kids are so aware of things. I just listened to a parenting lecture last night and it said used to be part of the adults. They would kind of like shield children from a certain information because why should they why should they be privy to it and have those stresses? But today that's kind of shifted because today the kids know about the stresses but they don't get all the information. So now it's actually important because kids hear about these things and that they, they hear the, the big picture because kids, kids can be much more scared than adults because adults know every, you know, a lot more. 
So it's extremely important in the 21st century. And even now, you know, we have you know, all these wars we hear about, we hear about everything live and we have to be able to laugh. Not God forbid to make light of something that's serious and sad, but be able to, to, to move on and, 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 and to say that, you know, there's a K and look, <sighs> we, have, we have an adage, you know, something crazy happens, you're like, God loves me, <laughs> you know, because he does, and you don't understand it. But you got to be, be able to do that. And if you can't laugh out, outside because it's inappropriate, laugh inside. Going back to some other things about the negative aspects of laughter is don't, the whole concept of comedy, like there's a place right across the road over here called the Comedy Connection. Going to a good comedy show could be helpful but just to laugh for laughter's sake is, 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 is an escape. We talked about last week and other, the weeks before that about getting involved in sleep, too much sleep, too much physical pleasure. Laughter is the same thing. The laughter that is not helping you get towards a better place. You want to, you're stressed out, you want to take in a good comedy, take in a good comedy. But don't just have comedy sessions just to have constant laugh and frivolous. It's it just, it's an exit. It dulls your mind and, and it makes you not take life as seriously. When your person needs to concentrate, for example, go on the golf, golf links, the guy sitting there for 10 minutes focusing. If someone dares crack a joke, then no one's laughing. There's an appropriate time when people need to concentrate it's not the time to laugh when there's a serious subject being discussed or being mentioned used to be they would say you know motherhood and god never joke about motherhood and god but there anything that's important any idealism anything that's important they i can tell you when i used to in yeshiva when i used to listen to all these talks I would run away after the talk because I knew there'd always be someone who'd make a joke and kill the whole thing. I can't tell you how, as a rabbi how many times I've shared Torah ideas, a meaningful idea, and someone either in middle or afterwards says a joke and they kill the whole thing. Right? It says in the, I think it's King Solomon said, one joke can push away a hundred serious things. So we got to be careful to not laugh when it is inappropriate to laugh. And most of the stuff we can not, it is self-evident, but it's important to, to remind ourselves of it. So what's, so we have some good things about laughing, some bad things about laughing. So what's the balance? Well, to minimize it is to know, to be able to, 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 to turn it off. To be, like we said, the great rabbi in the Talmud, he would start off every learning session with a joke. And then he went into the Torah session. But if it's, you can't, you can't stop saying the jokes. I can tell you myself, it's a hard thing when you're trying to entertain and you're trying to speak and people are laughing. So you got to know how to like segue, stop the laughing. And now it's time to get serious. And that's, what, and that's a challenge. It's not an easy thing. We all, I'm sure I've been many times I've made too many jokes and they're not made, not made enough jokes, laughed too much. So why, obviously, this is so important for, for wisdom, because wisdom, in Judaism, we say every day should be fresh. Laughter is one of the best ways to get things fresh. 
We have that good laugh. You don't even realize how much stress you had until you laughed. You're like, wow, haven't had a good laugh like that in a long time. And you feel in your whole body. It's, uh, and to be able to function, it's such a powerful thing. We need to be in reality. The reality is, the true reality is, is we don't have any problems. We only have opportunities. It's normal to feel like we have problems. I don't think a person should get neurotic and feel bad if they do. But the reality is, is that everything's opportunities. And it is truly appropriate, at least in our own eyes, to laugh when we, when we take things too seriously. Frivolousness destroys meaning. If you want to have wisdom, you have this, things are too funny. You're never going to be able to do it. You can have someone who spends hours studying, but then they keep throwing in the, the mistargeted laughter and jokes and they just never get anywhere. I, I've known people like that who, who, like, you wonder why are they not more wise? And it's because they just have to cut that out. And, and laughter at the very least just gives us energy. So something to do to, to hone this skill is as you're going around your day and you see things, when you see something ridiculous, have a hearty laugh to yourself. You see something out there, that's ridiculous and just get a good laugh. So quick review, we wanna use laughter to keep our troubles in proportion. We want to realize that things most of the time, if not all the time, are not as bad as they seem. Life has problems, it, it, it has opportunities, not problems. Laughter is so powerful. It can dispel gloom, depression, worry, pain, aggravation. You can use laughter as a quick way to snap back into action. We can use laughter consciously. We don't have to wait for it to happen. We can activate it. Aggravation and suffering sap our strength. Laughter brings out cheerful relaxation and gives us energy. On the contrary, laughter destroys, can destroy things. It can destroy people. It can destroy ideas. It can destroy an environment. It, it can destroy bad things and it can destroy good things. It, laughter is very, very powerful. Laughter taps us into it can tap us in the deeper reality of God's interaction with the world. Because if, if, you, if you really feel that God's interacting with the world, then there's no problem that's too big. In those situations, that's too sad. And I think this is so, well, one of the big messages of Pesach. We're, you know, we're going into Pesach and uh, there's a lot of things to prepare. There's a lot of big ideas and and the main thing is, is, is we're, we're entering this relationship of God. That's what the holiday of freedom is. We're, we're free to enjoy our relationship with Hashem. That's a lot of what Pesach is about. You push away the chametz. Chametz isn't holding you down. That's what it's metaphorically speaking. So let's uh, activate that laughter. We all need it. And uh, have a great week. And stay safe. Good to have you, Mrs. Weissman. Thank you. Sorry I came in late. Um, I have